0: Finally, if you would like to support the work and ministry of Rehope financially, you can do so online at rehope.co.uk slash giving. We pray you find this message encouraging, enlightening, and helpful. Enjoy. Friends, some things just need said out loud, and this is one of them. I am so proud of you. I'm good, the good kind of proud. I'm so proud of you. And in this season, I've kind of been resonating with Paul when he writes things like these, um, those kind of encouragements that a lot of the times come at the start of his letters, all the encouragements for like high faith and high obedience and all that stuff that gets expressed as thankfulness to God for his dudes. Like I know how he feels to be proud of his dudes for who they are And for what they do. And in all those letters Paul writes, he does go on to give like a bunch of stuff to work on. And I guess we're going to talk about that too. But from Paul's example today, I know that it's a good thing for me to be proud of you. Even though it's not like, cool, mission accomplished, we're done here, let's go home. And, of course, by let's go home, I mean stand around and chat for like an hour and 15 minutes. Never been quite so good at getting you to go home. So I'm glad it's not mission accomplished. Let's all go home. Instead, what it is, is we are on a really good track. And I'm proud of you. Nice one. Well done. And here's how I know we're on a good track, because um, we are making good progress. And um, probably a few months ago now, um, in a meeting that Riley and I were having, um, he said that this church is good at providing steady progress that promotes big leaps. And I just love that. Like steady progress embeds in deep. It takes time, but it embeds in deep. And then the steadiness gives us the foundation so that we can plant our feet and make those big leaps forward. I love it. I love that. And I appreciate it since I, for one, can really resonate with that in my story at Rehope. And also, I can see you guys doing that thing too. It's really fun. And Brian often talks about how something that he wants for people, or sorry, Brian often talks about something that he sees people aiming for is to get the right things right. And he's not so much into that. And what he wants for us, and I love this, is to get the right things great. And my assessment of Ray Hope Southside at the moment is that we are getting a lot of the right things right. And we are moving towards, with steady progress that promotes big leaps, getting the right things great. I want you to be encouraged. God is moving in our lives and in this church, we're on a great track with him in it. And we're not done, but well done and keep going. But a question you might find yourself asking at this point is um, what are those right things that we want to get great? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, And it's a reasonable question since sometimes those things are like kind of subtle. Um, subtle but powerful do you know it's often the little things that go together to promote and um, steady progress and little things can sometimes go unnoticed just like steady incremental growth and progress can sometimes go unnoticed and it, it does be like that but it's a shame um, that it is like that um, at leaders prayer on Monday and a huge thank you to those of you who were able to make it on Monday but at leaders prayer on Monday and um, something that God said to me was that little things aren't little. And these things that we want to get great are little in the sense that they're just kind of like normal things, but they're powerful in providing that really good, steady progress. And they make up the commitments that we call our members to. A membership, I really hope, is like a one-year commitment. It can go on longer than that if you want, and I hope you want. But it's a one-year commitment, and it is a kind of like going all-in kind of thing. But the commitment is not to these sky-high, unachievable things. The commitment is to those normal, like little things, but they're not, little things aren't little. They really make a difference. And we see these things as a way that like people can get on a good track and stay on a good track with Jesus to see their hearts brought to life and reawakened or brought to even more life And um, I'd love to chat through those things with you today. Um, Starting with this first one, um, our first commitment is um, I have dedicated my life to Jesus and I commit to continue to grow in my love for God with all my heart, soul, and strength. This is our foundational point and we recognize that God loved us first, so we commit our lives to him and commit to loving him with all that we've got. And that is like ultimately the thing that we want to get great and um, as we know him more, we'll appreciate him more and we'll love him more. That's a big deal thing. And next one is I commit to loving the people of Rehope, our leadership, and those Jesus brings through our doors. Now, starting in January, um, in um, our prayer time that we have on Sunday mornings, and we spent a season praying for the theme of, like, victory through love. And what we meant by that was that um, God's love is received, like, either directly from God or like indirectly through us and that will make a really big positive impact in people's lives. And in this last season, we've kind of refined that a little bit more to pray for deeper connections with God and with each other. So that as we're growing deeper in God's love, then we have more of that to pour out to other people. And the fruit of that has already been like really massive. Um, we, we really value and, and love the people of Rehope. We commit to loving the people of Rehope and leaders are people too. And little things aren't little and little things make a big difference to the leaders of our church and remember we have a very broad definition of leader Um, little things like picking your kids up promptly makes a really big difference and little things like trying to remember to put your coffee cup in the bin on the way out makes a really big difference and like little things like maybe like buying your read-through leader their coffee when your group meets up I'm sure like little things like that will make them feel so seen and appreciated and loved and little things aren't little make a big difference in showing love to leaders cool um, number three is I commit to regularly attending and serving at my local Rehope location and being like regular and dedicated to meeting with God, with His people, and um, makes a big difference to our lives and the amount of joy that we have in them. And we also commit to serving, and we're an alive, active, busy church with ways to serve that will fit. Um, your passions and your skill sets and we'd love to help you to find a way to do that if that's not something that you're currently practicing here yet. Number four, I commit to being a faithful part of a Bible read-through group. So, Bible read-through groups are the way that we do our Bible study groups midweek, our community groups, that kind of deal. And they work like a book club. Do you know, we have about two hours worth of like reading when we're on our own through the week. We'll maybe read a whole book. If it's a chunk boy, we'll maybe read half. Like, we'll maybe read a little collection of cutie boys, and then we'll meet up like once a week to talk about it and just the things that like God highlighted to us. Something you find interesting. Something that like jumped out of the page at you. It's a book club you get it it's really really fun and read through groups are also a great place to meet people and make friends and foster that feeling of being at home at rehope and those are wonderful wonderful bonuses the main thing that we want to get great is that these groups are for us developing those deeper connections with god through his word and i'm so thankful for all those wonderful, wonderful bonuses that come alongside our prioritization of spending time with God and his word. We just want to make sure that we're getting the right things great so we can get the right things great. And since those things come like as a a byproduct almost and as a bonus, then it's just win-win in that respect. Um, Almost done. Um, Number five, I commit to prioritizing praying together with the people of my church. So every week at 9 a.m. we meet here to pray. We call it pre service prayer. We call it what it is. It's pre the service and we pray. Makes sense. And it's a guided time. It's fun. It's a bunch of prayer in like short snappy maybe like one minute bursts and we pray out loud so there's like a buzz and an energy in the room it also means that nobody can hear what you're saying and but you can still kind of like hear sound and volume but sometimes you get like a little snippet of what other people are praying like you're walking past them on prayer street and then that puts a little bit of wind in your sails and it's fun it's great it's a place to go if you're looking to like start your prayer journey And it's also the place to go if you're looking to develop and refine your prayer skills. Like, cannot recommend that enough. And the last one, I commit to financially supporting my local Rehope location by giving my first and best to the church as an offering. God is good to us and he's generous to us and we want to be like him. We value his work, so we give our first and our best to church as an offering. And we recognize the biblical instruction is to give our first and best to church. And we also recognize that there are a lot of other causes and organizations that are worthy of our gifts too. So I bless your generosity and I bless your hearts and to give above and beyond um, after you've given your first and your best to church to those worthy organizations. And causes, lovely. Those are rehopey really things. They might seem little because they're just kind of normal, but little things aren't little. None of them are particularly wild or groundbreaking. They might seem little, but they aren't little. This is the pathway that we have seen work to bring steady progress that promotes big leaps. And as we were going down the list, I wonder if there were any of those things that jump out to you as like, do you know what, I'm getting the right things great because there are a bunch of you who are getting a bunch of those right things, great. And I wonder if there's some things as you're reading down the list along with me that you're like, yeah, I'm getting those right things, I'm getting those right things right, yeah, cool. And I wonder if there's any of them that you're like, "Hmm, that's the right thing that I want to start. Getting to work on, and all those thoughts are great thoughts. So if we continue down the path that we're on, like keeping on pressing in and making steady progress, we're gonna to get the to big leap. And it kind of feels like Rehope Southside is kind of in the infancy of something that started, but it's gonna like get bigger and funner, like something like really exciting. It kind of feels like we're on like a good tipping point and I'm like so excited for that something really exciting is going to happen even more and I'm here for it I love that it's coming I'm believing for it and I'm hoping that I and we can resist a temptation that sometimes comes along with things going well that you think oh you know I, I can take them my foot off the gas a little bit but this feels like a moment for us to press in to keep momentum going. Here's what Psalm 100 says. It says, Let the whole earth shout triumphantly to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his, his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. Now, sometimes when I'm trying to get to the heart of what God is trying to say to me through his word, um, I find it helpful to try and summarize that down to as brief a statement as I can. And this summarization I'm going to give you in a moment is maybe a little bit of an over-summary, maybe a little bit of an over-generalization, but it's something that is definitely present in Psalm 100. And that is the sense that a psalmist is calling his dudes to go for it. Like, don't hold back, hit it up, don't talk, don't sing, shout, Don't serve with complacency or obligation. Serve with gladness. Like come to God with a thankful attitude. All examples that are there. There's such a sense of excitement and life and like going for it that is present in Psalm 100. So I'm kind of asking myself this question for the season. Like what if we just went for it? Like what if we like individually and collectively, what if we just went for it? And here's something like a little example in action of what I mean. So on Monday, the 21st of August, just a couple of weeks ago, our playgroup for babies and toddlers and their adults was due to start back up after its summer break. Uh, one thing, though, was that we just weren't quite sure if we had the leaders to keep it going. Some people's like, work situation was about to change. We had people to start it. But we weren't sure if we had enough to keep it going and do you start something and then like have to change it and what should we do and I don't know and like oh, I don't know what to do. I really like this thing but like I don't know what to do. So I had proposed um, holding off until a September weekend just to buy us a little bit more time so we could see if it was worth starting something and if we could keep it going. And that really didn't sit well with me at all. And um, we've been praying against loneliness as part of our Sunday morning prayer times. And you can't really say you're against loneliness and then cancel your playgroup, where parents like might get like one of their few opportunities in the week to like have some like other adult interaction. Um, you can't really do that. That's not really saying you're against loneliness. I was just like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. Like still, like I want to do it, but what are my options here? Didn't know, maybe like putting it off to the September weekend. Not what I wanna do, but pragmatic, I suppose. Until um, Sunday, the 20th of August, and Kim came to me and she was like, let's just go for it and see what happens. We'll just do it. And she's talking about the next day, at 9am and she's like let's just do it and, and and we'll see what happens do you know when we didn't know how things were going to pan out we hadn't really like told anybody that it was starting up again <laughs> so we're like will anybody show up it got to 10am after set up at 9 doors open at 10 there was no one there but thankfully sometimes it just takes a little bit of extra time to get those lovely little ones out the door people came whew, and you know it was good like we went for it we're going to find out what would happen and they went for it and it was great and now we've got a plan for going forward, and we've got some more helpers emerged from our church, praise the Lord, and actually some helpers from the parents and carers who bring their babies and toddlers to Replay, which I love, 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 love. And Kim's, like, attitude there falls into the category of gutsy faith, like, just, like, just go for it. And that takes trust, gutsy faith takes trust, and trust is good. Essentially, Kim is like, what if we just went for it? What would happen then? What happened would be that God would meet us in that and provide for us. And we're so thankful. God's faith does take trust, but we're glad that God proves himself trustworthy again and again and again. So what about for us individually and as a church? Like what if we just went for it? in this next season. And there are a few things that I think are key um, to this next season and places where I'd love for us to just go for it and keep building momentum and adding strength to things that are getting strong already. And the first thing concerns our serving. We see a call in Psalm 100 to serve the Lord with gladness. I mean, or like to put it another way, serve with joy. And I'm thankful that we have got some wonderful, wonderful role models for this at Rehope Southside. Because around here, the front runners for serving the Lord with joy are the kids, without a shadow of a doubt. Last week when I got to church, um, uh, Sonia was already here. Where did she be? There she is. Um, Sonia was already here and she brought her daughter Martha with her. And Martha was waiting for me to show up so she could get a job. She wanted a job and I was like, cool. Um, So she set out the little cards um, that you find around uh, on your chairs. She brought down the giving basket and that little like tableclosy thing over at the communion station. She turned on the lights. She turned on these like TVs at the back. She turned on the light in the drum cage. She even had time to get a spray bottle and spritz all the leaves of the plants like so good and then we ran out of jobs I was like "Marf, there's no more jobs left for you and her little face like why can't I do more but thankfully Jamie to the rescue we went down to where Jamie was preparing hospitality stuff and Jamie was like oh yeah do you want to make a pattern out of donuts and she's like of course I do she didn't do that She did it in her heart, but she's going for it. She just wanted another job. Liliana Gaston um, prepared all the visuals that you can see up on the screen today. She's 11 years old, and um, she made me a little poster for Holiday Club with the memory verse on it, and I was just like, yo, there is a graphic designer inside her, and I'm going to bring it out. So she provided me with all these design assets so I could digitize them and use them. And I just love that kids are contributing to your church in areas like outside of kids' ministry, genuinely contributing to life in this church. And of course, kids represent the future of this church, but they represent for real the present day of this church. And I love that. And I'm so proud of them too, because they understand a thing that as adults, we can sometimes forget. And that's that God entrusts us to do these things. And they might seem little, but little things aren't little. Like God trusts us to do those things. And we get to do them. And kids get that. Kids treat serving God the way that it deserves to be treated. They treat it as a treat. It's an honor for them. They feel a little grown up and like get a little bit of responsibility and they love it. And I love that. And I bless all of us old heads with their attitude and their spirit to serving. And God, I pray that they never lose that. But, yo, know, we get the responsibility part better than them though, do you know? Like, and I love it when um, the kids of the worship team members show up um, at 8 a.m. to help with the servant. I love that. Actually, it's really helpful for me (laughs) in the morning. But I'm never gonna ask them or like require of them to do that. Like, Martha, you need to be here at 8 a.m. Just figure out how you're gonna get here. (laughs) Never gonna do that. But as they model for us so well, serving with joy, let's model for them serving with responsibility and consistency and dependability. And that way we'll grow in joy and they'll grow into the responsibility. And then plus us equals boom. Let's go for it. And what if we just go for it and serving the Lord with joy? What would happen then? Well, then we could have an even more active Busy, effective church, full of dudes who have each other's backs, we could eliminate burnout, we could care for each other and grow closer to God and each other as we serve him, spending time doing his things with him together. We should just go for it. Let's just go for it. A second thing we can see in Psalm 100 is um, in the verse, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And coming into God's presence prepared is a really big deal. And Brian's been talking to us about that for the last couple of weeks. And the best way that we do that preparedness is at our prayer times at at 9 a.m. on Sundays. When it comes to preparation to meet with God, what if we just went for it? And as I mentioned earlier, since that meeting has started, we've always called it pre-service prayer. But what if we did like a little mentality shift, and instead of thinking it as something that we do before the service starts, what if we just thought of it as part of the like church service Sunday package? Like considering church starting at 9 a.m. instead of like a pre-church thing starting at 9 a.m. Like, what would that be like? Well, that would be like a boost in our preparedness, a boost in our intentionality, a boost in our togetherness, a boost in our steadiness to make a big leap, a boost in getting the right things great. That would be be awesome. Like, what if we thought of, instead of thinking pre-service prayer, what if we just thought of it as prayer? Like, and church starts at nine and we have a prayer time and then we have a 30-minute coffee and chat break and then we do share time and then we keep going on with the rest of the stuff. That could be really fun and actually really useful for like building deeper connections with God for real, but deeper connections with each other. Like think about an extra 30 minutes. And I know that 9 a.m. is early. I get it, Uh, but what a wonderful opportunity to start the day off great, and what a wonderful opportunity to start church off great and to forge those deeper connections with God and each other. And I know 9 a.m. is early, and I know that will have implications for those of you who um, rely on public transport on a Sunday morning, which in Glasgow is not wonderful, or like getting the kids out the door. But I'll say, um, I've already said this today, but I'll say it again, those of you who do make it um, to pre-service, to prayer, to prayer with your kids. Like, not only thank you, but respect. Like, that's a big deal, a really big deal for me. It can be done. It's gonna take some going for it, and we're gonna have some good weeks, and we're gonna have some bad weeks, and we're not gonna beat ourselves up, but we're gonna just keep on going for it, and it's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun. prayer. Prayer is fun. Um, and over the last little season, we have seen some life breathed back into that prayer time. And the amount of people who come to that prayer time like, does make a difference for me. More prayer is more prayer and more prayer is good. It's not the main thing, but it is a thing. And we're creeping up on like 40 people being at that prayer time. There are churches up and down this country who would beg for 40 people at their prayer meeting. My dudes, nice one, nice one. I'm so proud of you. And what 40 people represents to me, because I'm not like wild on numbers, but I do like ratios. That's us kind of creeping up on like towards 50% of the humans who are gonna be in this building in the morning being at that prayer meeting, 50%. That's wild. You guys are smashing it. So proud of you. There are churches up and down this globe that would beg for 50% of their people at a prayer meeting. You guys are nuts. I love you so much. So proud of you. So good. I'm just like really excited to keep adding strength to an area that is strengthening. Let's go for it, let's go for it. Fun. The last thing before the last thing is Psalm 100 ends by saying, for the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever, his faithfulness through all generations. Friends, there has been a church um, serving God and working for his kingdom on this site for 110 years it's our 110th birthday this year exciting and this building has existed and God's work has been happening here since before Shawlands existed when like before the tenements were built and this was just kind of a townland called Shaw's Bridge um, this was here and I love that like we talked about spiritual heritage in the summer I just love that and we're grateful that God has entrusted us with the continuation of his work here and um, entrusted us with this building to do it from. And we're in a season just now where we need to look after this asset that God has entrusted us with. And back in January, we found like a pretty extensive dry rot infestation in in the church. This exposed brick is not because we think it looks cute. This exposed brick is because our building is rotting away and that's not what we're about. Um, We don't like that. Um, If left untreated, like dry rot spreads, like wildfire, there's so much wood in this building, and it would quickly become unsafe and unfit for purpose, and we are not about that. Um, Not on my watch. No, thank you. We want to continue to have somewhere To serve God from and somewhere to meet with him, somewhere to go out of to spread the good news about Jesus. And we want to have somewhere for now, but we're also thinking about a place for the future, a place for God to reveal his faithful love and his faithfulness through all generations. We want his work here to last a long time. So great news, friends. The work started this week to repair the vulnerability in the little um, roof above the side door, um, where the water was getting in, drying out, and then rotting all the wood. Um, that work started this week, and it will continue until all the dry rot's removed and the wooden beams supporting that roof are replaced with steel, and the, all the affected wood is replaced, and the walls are replastered and painted good times it will mean for us that it might end up being like a little um dustier um than it normally is around here all part of the fun nothing looks better than progress even if that progress comes in like maybe a fine layer of dust and um, just to say thank you to reb when we showed up today she was already vacuuming appreciate you and um, thank you to abby who showed up on sunday hoovered everywhere out there The men came back to work on Saturday and undid all her hard work. But the Lord sees you and will reward you. And we appreciate you, Abby. Good times that started uh, will go until we're done. And this is a little bit of another one. It's not a little bit. It's a lottle bit um, of a gutsy faith thing where we've kind of just gone for it. And the total for these repairs is just a little bit shy of 40,000 pounds, and um, we don't have that. Um, but we have secured some grant funding and some gift from, gifts from some supporting churches. And of course, Rehope is going to contribute towards the work, of course. But it feels right, though, that like we, like as Rehope Southsiders, like as the people who are going to immediately benefit from this the most, that we would contribute um, financially to this work, um, and you can do that by visiting like rehope.co.uk, uh, forward slash give, or like hit the big give button up at the top, and then click on Southside, then give online, and then select Rehope Southside Dry Rot Repairs from the drop-down menu, and you can contribute. Um, I guess whatever you feel led to and whatever you can to this important work you can make a one-off gift or you can make that gift um, recurring and spread it out a little bit more if that makes it more manageable and sustainable to you and your financial position and if you call Rehope Southside your home and if you'd like to contribute as you can I'd love to invite you to contribute financially to looking after what God has given us and given this beautiful place a little bit of TLC that it needs. And I understand and appreciate that we all know firsthand that our current f- uh, financial climate is challenging, so I don't want you to make any irresponsible financial choices. Um, the, the invitation is to go for it, though. And by it, I mean doing what you can as you're called, as you're able. That's what it is. So go for that thing. Go for that thing, even if it's just a little, because little things are not little. They make a difference. And um, I want to affirm again that we can trust God and we can trust him with our finances and we can go for it, it being what we can do um, within the financial means that God has given us as he calls us to give. So those are three ways. Oh, actually, um, I'll pause for a moment to say um, in advance for your generous gifts and for investing in the future work and the present day work of God's kingdom in this place. I want to say thank you already. And we're excited for what's going to come up in the future here. So those are three ways um, that we can go for it, Psalm 100 style, so we can grow into the church that God is calling us to be. And we are on a great track. I'm so proud of you, and I want to say well done again. Keep going. And go for it. Because the church that God is calling us to be is like an elephant. Uh, Brian received a picture of Rehope's Southside as an elephant. And he told me about it. And we were praying through it separately. And then came back together to talk about how God had been like, giving us a little bit more clarity and insight on that. And we, um, we felt like God sees Rehope's Southside as an elephant. Because it's going to be big. It's going to be strong. It's going to be sturdy. It's going to be stable, like, like an elephant is physically. But in addition to that, um, God drew our attention to how an elephant, um, when an, an elephant is pregnant, they stay pregnant for up to 22 months, like a long time. And even after giving birth to her young, um, like the, the elephant calf can rely on um, its mother's milk um, and stay like a suckling for like five or even up to ten years. And that speaks to me about a commitment to nurture. And that speaks to me about a commitment to care. And we want to be big and we want to be strong and we want to be caring and we want to be nurturing like an elephant is like, I really want to be that church. And I see this happening already in in our church. Like, I see the growth. There are more of you now. That's really fun. And I see increasing strength, for example, the little scramble that we've had the last few summers to make sure we had enough people on our serving teams each week, just kind of like didn't really happen this summer, which is really nice, well done, I super appreciate you. Um, and um, it's fun, we can see these things happening. And we can see our church growing in nurture and care. really glad that we're getting our pastoral care team up and running. Prayer ministry appointments happening again. Good things are happening to make us like, big and strong and caring and nurturing. I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited for this. Uh, God, you're doing this thing in us and with us where like, you're growing us and strengthening us. We've seen it already. We've seen it happening. And... We say thank you, and um, I thank you again for the people that make up this church, and the ways that they have been going for it already, and the ways that are going to go for it in the past. God, I pray a blessing of strength, and like size and stability and sturdiness and care and nurture over this church. Like we are starting to be elephant, help us to trust you and go for it to be elephant even more. Amen. Friends, I've got a challenge for you today, and that challenge is kind of simple, like just go for it. Go for it. And which of these three things, like serving with joy, meeting to pray, or giving to care for this building, like which one of those things is the thing that you would be most excited to step into? Like don't miss out on that. And which is the one out of those things that you think, "Mm, I'm not entirely sure if I can commit to that? Don't let your initial reactions put you off that thing. Um, my advice and my challenge to you is to like, start off like, every day this week, opening your heart to God and saying, look, I trust you um, and I want to go for it, so can you show me which of these areas you want me to go for it in? And there are three areas up there, and I get that sometimes like having one thing to work on at a time is enough. So if God highlights one of those things that he wants you to do, like do it. I mean, I would love it if we all went for it in all three, but I get it. Sometimes having one thing, maybe two things is just plenty. If you can do like going for it in all three areas, I mean, you're a rock star and I won't love you any more than I love all of you. But um, I will be very thankful, very thankful indeed. And um, Friends, this is kind of like, church is kind of exciting at the minute. Um, kind of fun and I'm really proud of you we're not done but well done and we'll keep going and God is going to do really good things in this church I'm really really confident of it